Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sorais, our master of ceremonies, guarding the phone. He's the gatekeeper and uh, overall um, clock watcher and showstopper. <laughs> He's all that and so much more. Um, and you, your, your calls, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. We're getting a little difficulty uh, raising uh, Chris Powell, so I, I don't know uh, what's happening. So we'll go right to Dolly. Dolly was holding for a while. Uh, Dolly's in Bristol. Dolly, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi there. Uh, I'm just commenting on uh, something that you said uh, just uh, within the last hour, how you couldn't understand why they are doing what they're doing. Who's they and what are they? I'm well, not the sure. administration. Yeah, okay, and doing what they're doing as far as what? Well, I, I can't get this because there's so many things going on. Okay. But I think they know exactly what they're doing. And well, there are a lot of people out there that don't like it. Well, I, I, I just don't, I don't understand it because it, it, apparently they're putting their, their political ambition or ideology ahead of the welfare of the American people. Well, let me tell you something else, okay? Excuse mm-hmm. me for interrupting. No, go ahead. But I heard before the last election, and this is uh, apropos to, to the coming one, I heard... Uh, Someone saying that when people, when someone becomes very desperate, they will use desperate measures to get what they want. Yeah, true. So put that together with the mm. last comment. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's desperation or it's oh. just determination. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. We during have people... the during the pandemic. If you realize, a lot of things changed mm-hmm. with the voting. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's why I say we have to. We have to come out in such great numbers and leave no doubt, no doubt, no matter what they try to play around with absentee ballots and all the other nonsense. But I we have to leave that, no doubt. I that just we, wish that, that uh, some people would just wake up and really listen to what's going on in this country. I started I voting it's in 1952, mm-hmm. so it's been a long, long time that I have never seen things like this in all my life, well, it's, it's, and it's I have crazy. a very long one. 
Crazy days, Dolly. Crazy days. But I think uh, I still believe in the American people. American people. Oh, I believe in the American people, but it's the ones that aren't paying attention. You know, you're always going to have that percentage of people just kind of going through life, and, and you know, they something happens, and they go, what happened? You know, they don't really. Yeah, they'll be the first ones to start yelling. Yeah, they're not tuned in until you hurt, the, hurt their pocketbook. You know, that's when yeah, they start noticing. Yeah. But thank right, you for letting Dolly, me. thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Uh, apparently, we've been able to uh, to to uh, conjure up Chris Powell somehow. Uh, let us let us go to the hotline. The former managing editor of a good good paper, in my opinion, the Journal Inquirer. Uh, Chris Powell, Chris, thank you for uh, thank you for allowing us to bring you in today. Well, always a pleasure to be with you guys. I thought you were maybe running from a, uh, an outstanding warrant or something. <laughs> I was showering and shaving. I didn't know I was going to be out today. <laughs> oh, come on, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, it's Prince Spaghetti Day. All right, um, let's go backwards a little bit. You had a funny, you had a funny line in one of your articles a couple couple days ago, and it said, uh, it's oil, not vodka. <laughs> <laughs> pays for the Russian wars, and and yeah, uh, clearly that was from the State of the Union. But t- talk to us about that a little bit. Uh, well, you know, we we had some news stories around the country and here in Connecticut uh, last week saying that people were protesting the Russian invasion of Ukraine uh, by uh, for swearing Russian vodka, and yeah, the yeah. restaurants were taking Russian vodka, you know, off their shelves, and the liquor stores were too. Uh, and some of the restaurants and yeah. liquor stores were taking off uh, the shelves of the vodka that was only had Russian-sounding names, but was actually made <laughs> in the United States. Uh, I guess, you know, that, well, you they're know, trying. They're trying. That's a nice Chris. gesture, but you know, of course, uh, the uh, the big money maker for uh, the Russian government is is yeah. is not vodka. It's uh, it's oil exports. Uh, exports. Uh, I think we were getting in the United States something like seven or eight percent of our imported oil from Russia last year. Uh, I think it was something like 200,000 barrels a day. And last year it was uh, uh, revenue to the Russians of uh, something like $17 billion. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's where they, you know, making their foreign exchange. It's not on uh, on vodka. And, of course, the president was very slow on, uh, you know, reacting to the uh, calls to to embargo Russian oil, he apparently is, has come around now. Um, Isn't that amazing? It's pressure. a moment of clarity, Chris. A moment of clarity. Uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, in, in fairness to him, uh, oh, no. in fairness <laughs> to, to, to the president, but right. uh, I, I wonder if the U.S. government figures that uh, the West might as well keep taking Russian oil and paying for it. Yeah. If we are putting sanctions on everything else, because if we pay them, they're not going to be able to spend the money anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, your your dollar, your euro are, are worthless to you if you can't if you can't you know spend it on things you need if you can't buy things you need. And I wonder if that's what they're they're thinking that sure we'll take their oil, uh, you know, which has an immediate use, and you know we'll give the money they they can't spend. I mean, in the big picture, I'm I'm hearing it's seven percent. Seven percent of the oil that we're importing, seven percent of oil is is Russian, right? In the big picture, I I don't know it's a big deal, but it certainly it certainly is a principal issue, right? So to say, all right, we're just not going to do it anymore. Probably going to hurt us a little bit at the pumps, but but I go back to this. I mean, if we were energy independent as we were a year and a half ago, 
if we were exporting and we being able to take care of our friends in Europe, oil and, and, and gas, natural gas, we wouldn't be in this dilemma. I really believe that that's true. Well, of course, Putin would not have been emboldened if uh, he knew he didn't need his oil and gas. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a big part of his his calculation. Europe is hugely dependent on on Russia for you know most of its natural gas and, and much of its oil, and uh, really can't uh, can't live with uh, without it. Uh, yeah. You know, the problem with is is our, our crazy green ideology that mm-hmm. infects the Democratic Party and infects the. Social Democratic parties in, in in Europe, they're taking us out of the energy system that works and mm-hmm. demanding that we go into a system that is not prepared to provide us with the energy we need. Yeah. And so what does that do? It destroys national security. Putin could see this. Apparently we could not. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. And I don't know – you know, so I just had a caller a little while ago that said that, that they're – you know, this is something that's planned. It's understood. They're they're capitulating to the AOC wing and the branch of the party, and 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 I do think it's it's become a religion for some folks at this point that this this you know fossil fuel bad, wind electric so all the, all that stuff is good. And and I'm not opposed to any of that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, people like Elon Musk, who makes a couple of electric cars a year, and the CEO of Toyota, the the next largest electric car producer, they've both said it's fa- it's 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 fantasy to think that we're gonna we don't even have the ability to power all the electric cars that are out there now, and it's fantasy to think within five or ten years we're gonna walk away from fossil fuel and go electric. But these people are committed. This is like a jihad. They're committed to this ideology of of you know man made climate change and green policy and the Green New Deal. And, and they will drive us off the cliff to, well, you know, financially. Senator Blumenthal wants to uh, suspend the federal uh, gas tax after being part of a party that has been trying steadily for a few years now to, to drive gasoline costs up to 4 5 6 $10 a gallon to, yeah. uh, to wean us off uh, you know, those so-called uh, fossil fuels. Um, uh, you know, they're not ready. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> you're destroying the country's energy independence uh, for the sake of an ideology that, you know, cannot deliver for yeah. for five or 10 or 20 years. It's it's crazy. And you can see the national security consequences of it in Ukraine today. Well, I mean, I think the price, the biggest concern that a lot of folks have, at least in the transportation industry, is the price of diesel. Because I keep hearing this magic number, seven. And he said when it hits $7 a gallon diesel, it's going to shut the country down. You think we had supply problems because of COVID? We're gonna have we're gonna have supply problems like you nightmare supply problems if if we don't have well, transportation to move the products around. Some Canadian officials said yesterday that if we had uh, approved the uh, XL pipeline, Canada could be uh, providing all the yeah. oil that uh, we need to substitute for the Russian oil yeah. and then some. Um, you know why we? It's beyond me why we can't acknowledge that. Uh, we're, we're going to have to use our current energy sources until, you know, wind and solar and anything else yeah. can replace yeah. them, and they can't replace them today. No. And, they, and they probably, quite honestly, can't replace them for 20 years. That's why I was so grateful. I don't know who it was. Oh, it was Joe Manchin said, you know, he said, I'm all for green green energy and green, all that stuff. He said, but you can't exclude oil. You can't exclude gas. You can't exclude nuclear. It's all got to be part of the package if you're going to move the thing forward because we're just not ready yet. 
But well, know, people I, I like think AOC, maybe some of the more sensible Democrats are coming around to Manchin's position. I saw that our Senator Chris Murphy uh, said yesterday that uh, yeah, we've you know got to replace the the Russian oil, but. Uh, uh, you know, wind power has got to be part of this, too. Well, you know, sure, you know, of course it's got to be part of it. But, you know, the wind power is not ready today. And that's the thing. Oil's immediate. We've got more oil under Alaska than probably the rest of the planet. It's immediate. We can do it right now. We can refine it. We can produce it. We can pump it. You know, that's why the XL is so, so important, the construction of that. As you said, I read the same article, or maybe it was a similar article. Canada's got so much resource that would go down. It would split off into Texas, into Louisiana refineries. I mean, it would be enormous, enormously important and helpful for us. But yeah, and you know, the president uh, has, uh, has has suspended uh, the issuance of uh, uh, oil leases for uh, federal property. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we 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 had virtual energy independence, you know, we a did. year ago. We don't we have did. it now. Now that we that's did. a policy decision. You keep saying elections have consequences. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, you know, five dollar, four dollar, five dollar, six dollar, ten dollar gasoline is a consequence. That's a consequence for sure. All right. Speaking of of consequences, let's shift gears for a minute. Now, there's this this push on from the Lamont side of of uh, they're calling it tax reduction in in a in a weak Republican plan for tax reduction. Um, what are they trying to What are they trying to They're trying to They're trying to lower car taxes. And and they yeah, say that the, somehow that's going to save a bunch of money. I mean, what about my property tax that's going to drive me out of Connecticut one day? Well, the, the governor's got a range of uh, of tax proposals. The Republican minority does too. The governor wants to uh, put a state cap on uh, car taxes, uh, uh, bring uh, bringing the cap down from forty five mills to twenty nine, and he would reimburse uh, the municipalities with the higher car taxes that lost money by by the new cap um you know yeah, until the covid wants, money uh, runs out until the covid money runs out well, that of course. That, that, right? well that's that's so the problem stupid. here i mean even lieutenant governor bicewitz acknowledged the other day that you know this uh gas cap I, i'm sorry this this uh, car tax <laughs> capping uh business is is good only for a year or two and then they've got to find more money to appropriate for it uh, this is the kind of thing that comes out in a gubernatorial election year and then you know disappears as soon yeah. as everybody's reelected and they need the money somewhere else. Um, it doesn't really save any money. All, all they're doing here with these various uh, tax reduction proposals is <sighs> is taking the money out of you know one account at the federal government and then giving it to the you know the state government account and then giving it to the municipal government account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know this is all money that we've either paid in taxes to the government in the first place, or it's inflation money, money that's been created out of nothing that we pay, pay for through, uh, through the inflation of all the, uh, the prices of, uh, of, of necessities. So it's, it's not really saving uh, anything. It's really just an election year gimmick. Uh, ironically, uh, when John Rowland was governor, he was denounced for doing the same kind of yeah. thing. Remember, yeah. he sent out uh, tax refund. The rebate refund check. Last rebate check I got was from John Rowland. Yeah, you know that that was bad when Roland did it. When right. you know yeah. Governor Lamont does it, it's you know it's a wonderful uh. wonderful idea. But you don't save anything unless you make government more efficient or you reduce spending, and that's not what's happening here. Well, I, I you know I want to I want to say thank you for cutting your shower and shave short. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just plan Tuesdays at ten o five. I'm going to leave you with this. This just popped up on my social news feed. Quinnipiac poll released Monday. 
revealed that more Republicans than Democrats would stay and fight in the U.S. if they were invaded like Ukraine. According to the survey, Q poll, 68% of Republicans said they would stay and fight for the country, 40% of Democrats. So I, I don't well, know what that means. We can talk about it I don't it want to week. cast too many aspersions on other people's <laughs> patriotisms, and I, I suspect the, uh, the percentage of Republicans would go down if there was really a fight. But uh, the, the no, point just Republicans is have more guns clear. than Democrats. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true, too. And, you know, they're passing them out to the civilians in Ukraine, and I hope people are picking up on that. Over, Second Amendment, over there's a reason for it, Chris. Hey, yeah, exactly. let's maybe we could talk about that. If you want to take a look at that poll, maybe we could talk about that a little bit next yeah, week. Yeah, okay, but you, you've that. got no sovereignty unless you're ready to, to fight for it. That's I mean, really, you, yeah, it's, good things are worth fighting for, Chris, and like like the time to Tuesday at 10.05 time slot. Um, I, thank you. <laughs> I'll be around. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, Chris. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, a couple commercials. We'll come back. Take your calls, 800-966-9842, uh, We'll be right back. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Well, you know, just, just when you think it's over, um, you, you, get, you get something like this. This is just released yesterday, Quinnipiac Poll. And um, some interesting, interesting facts here. Maybe there's, maybe there's hope. Uh, 80%, 8 out of 10 people say they would support U.S. military intervention if Putin attacks a NATO country. Um, that's pretty big. I mean, eighty percent. You can't get eighty percent of people to agree on the weather for crying out loud. And and that's a that's a big, that's a big number. Seventy nine. I'm sorry. Seventy nine to fourteen. I mean, that's huge, gigantic. Seventy nine to fourteen. Seventy nine in favor for a U.S. military response if Russia goes after a NATO country as it has Ukraine. 60%, this is scary, 60% think Putin is willing to use nuclear weapons against NATO countries. I've been saying this since late last week, and I know people are, oh, how can you say that you're a pastor? I know I'm a pastor, but Jesus said, don't be be confused. I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. At some point, at some point, you got to stand up. At some point, you got to stand up and you got to say, "Well, we're not we're not going to let this happen anymore." I think that point's already passed for us. We should have already we should be doing something already. I don't say cruise missiles. Take out the convoy. Twenty cruise missiles. Convoy overdone. You want some more, Vlad? That's all we need to do. But beside that, beside from that, eighty percent of Americans are willing to do a U.S. military response if they invade a NATO country. But apparently, we're not willing to do it if they destroy and kill innocent men, women, and children in Ukraine who is not a NATO country. And is that the same response we're going to have with Hitler? We knew he was killing Jews. We knew that was going on. We did nothing until we got attacked in Hawaii. That's what draws. So I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm curious about how people really feel about this issue. Let's go to um, Enfield and Bob. Bob, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, two things. Uh, coal is very short supply in Europe. It's gone up 400%. And the power plants need coal. And Russia was the supplier. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Poland is uh, importing them from Australia. But the XL pipeline does exist, and it's tar sands oil right. from uh, Canada. They have mm-hmm. to be refined in Mexico because we don't have a refinery in the United States that can refine that. Uh, the pipeline was being enlarged and rerouted. Uh, that's under construction. But the, the other pipeline exists, and uh, much of the excess is being trucked and being freight freight uh, handled by the railroads down to New Orleans, so it shipped to Mexico. So there's a lot of misinformation on that XL pipeline. Well, you know, um, I think you're wrong, number one. Um Number two, you know, we, we understand it's construction of the pipeline. The pipeline's not there. It's not done yet. It's going to split when it gets into Texas. It's going to split into Texas, and it's going to split into Louisiana. And of, apparently there's about, uh, I, I think, about 30% of U.S. refineries can uh, can refine the tar sands. So I think you're wrong there, Bob. I would check your figures. Well, I- Check but it out. Um, but at any rate, the, the the threat of of building the pipeline would be something the speculators would respond to, and that's why I think it's important to, for him to change his policies. Whether it gets done here, there, Canada, Mexico, whatever, the fact of the matter is, we were energy independent a year ago, and that which that would have that would have prevented this from happening because Putin would not have messed with that, and it will stop it from happening if we go back to those policies. But thank you for your call. Uh, Neil, if you can hang on, I'm going to take. Uh, we got to go to the commercial break and news, and then uh, we'll take your call on the other side of the news, Neil. And then uh, open phone lines 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. We'll be right back. This is local radio, the Well Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. 1039, WTIC News Talk 1080. More snow, really? Really? Come on. We just, I just, I just got all the ice that was in my backyard melted in the last couple of days. Finally. And now we're, we're talking more snow? Really? Uh, we went to a great, by the way, Wolfpack hockey. So exciting. We went, I didn't mention this yesterday, but we went to Wolfpack, uh, Saturday night, what a great game. They won again. They won Sunday. They're, I think they're in third place in the division. It's going to be playoff season. It's going to be so much fun. But what, what do you think of this survey, though? Huh? What do you think about this, uh, this, this latest uh, QU poll, Quinnipiac? I love the way they say it on TV stations. They can't pronounce it. They say it like three or four different ways. Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac. <laughs> Quinnipiac. Come on. Two, this, is, this is big, right? Too bad he wasn't our president. Six, 64% of people have a favorable approval rating of President Vladimir Zelensky. 29, 64%. Come on. That'd be like killer, right? That's crushing it. And he's, and he's the president of Ukraine. Maybe he should run over here. Oh, he can't. He's not American-born. I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to Neil. Neil's been patiently waiting. Neil, thank you for your uh, your patience. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Uh, so real quick, um, I just went across the Aragonia Bridge, and it's already pre-treated for the snow that you're so looking <gasps> forward to. Gosh. And, uh, 
also with the hockey this weekend. There was some really good hockey this weekend up in Hartford. Yeah, I went to the UVM UConn game Friday night. My daughter graduated there. I heard that was a great game. game. Oh, it was it was awesome. Uh, yeah, and UConn won on uh, on Saturday, so yeah. you know, they went one for one. So it was some good hockey up there. Man, I'm telling you, Hartford, Hartford hockey and and hockey in general in Connecticut is is healthy. I think it's probably the only affordable thing left here. Oh, it's it's great, isn't it great, Neil? I mean, I don't know how if you're even marginally interested in sports. I don't know why you wouldn't give it a chance. It's a it's not an all day thing. It's a couple hours. It's fast paced. You see everything. It's fun. You know, all right, it's a little chilly, whatever. But I mean, it's just it's such a great great sport to watch. I don't know how people can, don't more, more people don't get into hockey. I played it but. 22 years, and man, I, me and my buddies, we we missed the Whalers. That's for sure. Oh, amen. Oh, I, oh, the glory days back with the Whalers. I believe it. What's the what's reason, going on? What's on your mind? The reason I'm calling is uh, two things, but uh, primarily I was calling about the uh, um, capping the car tax there. Yeah. But you were talking about Ukraine real quick, and, you know, Senator Graham said pretty much what everybody's thinking over here. You can't take Putin out. We're yeah. already involved with this. He's not going to launch nuclear weapons. He does not want to die himself. He's about control, mm-hmm. like all these other dictators. Right, he's like Hitler. You know, look what Hitler did. He kept right. going and going and going until we stepped in. And, you know, we can carpet bond that convoy in about five hours and end that pretty quick. So I heard a general last week, Neil, say with seven A-10s, with seven A-10s, they could have it going in two hours. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> and you know what? He comes after us. He, you know, we're already involved. So that yeah, whole thing I about know. This is this. Involved, this is, you know, right. We're, we're already blowing up their tanks with our weapons and blowing up their planes with our weapons. So, And with regards to the <sighs> um, car mill rate cap, you yeah. know, what every town's going to end up doing is, oh, great. You know what? Look, it's going to get capped at 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, my town that I'm in, we're at 31.69 for a rate. So great, it goes down. They will now get the money from the state and think, oh wait, we have the property tax mill rate on real estate. We can increase our budget because now we'll still get more from the real estate property tax <laughs> while we're still compensating what the state is giving us, what we're losing out on the cap on car tax. Oh, you're so jaded, Neil. You're so... <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust the government? You don't trust the state of Connecticut? How did Ronald Reagan say? Trust the mirror, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the town's... No, I think you're young. right. I think you're right, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's, you know, again, we're at a town at 31.69, and our, our property tax is high. Um, yeah. We actually used to be the lowest because of the power plant, but that got decommissioned. And um, that that's what towns will do. They They want their money for their school budgets and their towns. Yeah. Well, I will say this. If we ever leave Connecticut, my family, if we ever leave Connecticut, it'll be for two reasons. One is um, the tax rate, our property yep. taxes, and the other is, is Indianapolis 500. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, we're here. We're here for the duration. So. so it's, you know, a buddy of mine moved to South Carolina. He gave himself a $3,100 oh. uh, pay increase just by moving. I, I, I can't tell you how many of our church families have left for either South Carolina, North Carolina, or, or, or Florida. And yep, and they love it. They love it, and they're paying a lot less money. It's like giving yourself a raise. It's just And that's one thing I don't understand, pastors. You know, I, I went down to Nashville two years ago, yeah. and it was booming. Mm-hmm. How can these other states do what they're doing when it comes to property tax and car tax, and it works for them, where up here, 
yeah. we just can't figure it out because well, we they, they do something they do something that we don't do for some reason they cut costs you know biden's yeah. telling businesses to cut well businesses will cut costs your prices will be done how about government cut costs we have so many stinking giveaway programs and so many we got so many state employees still even though we're the reduction of state employees we still have too many state employees and the unions control everything i mean it's all it's all costs but no we can't cut costs we have to raise your taxes that's why I say, you know what, our, our treasurer secretary for the state should be a at-home mom that works on a budget with a, you know, has five kids. She'll yeah. make that dollar stretch a lot farther boy, than our elected boy. officials. From your so. from your lips to God's ears. Neil, thank you. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Oh, gosh. You guys are great. I do. I love you guys. All right. Uh, 800-966-9842. When we get back, we're going to start setting up for the Between Rounds Last call of the day award between rounds bagel, deli, and bakery have locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn. And if you get to be that lucky person, you'll get a dozen bagels free for six months, courtesy of Between Rounds Bagel. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Open phone lines 800 966 9842 9842. And we'll set up for the last caller of the day. We're talking about anything you want. We're talking about this this Q poll. I'm going to drill down. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. This is this is amazing. This is very encouraging in terms of the love of country that Americans still have. And I've been, I've been saying it for weeks. I'm going to bank on the American people at the end of the day. And and this poll is is proving me right. And I'm so happy to see it. So uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. Your calls and uh, last call of the day between on bagel setting up. We'll be right back. WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. 1049. Oh, snow. More snow. Really? Seriously? As if we haven't had enough. I thought I honestly thought we were done. I, 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 I'm I'm taken by surprise that we're going to see more uh, more precipitation. I don't like it at all. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I know I sound like a baby. I know I I well I am. I don't like snow. I'm a hot weather guy. I don't like cold. I don't like snow. It's it's an incon- snow is nothing but an inconvenience and an expense for me. That's all it is. I, I there's nothing about it I like. I want snow at one time of the year, and that's Christmas Eve. That's the only time I want snow. What do you live in Connecticut for? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I, you know, God's sense of humor. Born and raised here. I've lived here my entire life. Can you believe it? I hate cold. Hate it. Of course, when we were kids, winters were really bad. Right? We'd have you know four or five feet of snow every other week, and we'd have to walk to school, no shoes, uphill both ways. It was really bad. Bad. Um, n- no masks as of yesterday. No, there's no town or city that has a broad-based mask mandate. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful for kids and for just everybody? Right? Come on. Took two years, as as all pandemics do. It takes two years to go through. One of the good things about Republicans winning the House and Senate in November, please, God, make that happen, uh, is I think we're going to see some investigations. If, uh, if the black hand is still in, in, in uh, 
place of authority, a.k.a. Dr. Fauci, um, we, we should see some investigations, find out what, what did he know, when did he know it. And China, China's, you know, escaped all scrutiny on this thing, and they're the ones that caused it. You guys are so quick to talk about bio labs in Ukraine that we're supposedly funding. What about the bio lab in Wuhan that we funded? Let's let's focus on that lab that that caused all these millions of people to be dead. How about that? Instead of supporting Putin and what a hero Putin is for invading Ukraine because there's there's secret bio labs in Ukraine, which is which is total absolute conspiracy nonsense. But that that's just the, the opinion of one man. 800-966-9842, So we've got a couple open phone lines. I want to see those get filled before we move on. Please, for the last uh, last caller of the day between Ron Bagels. Um, but this poll, I'm going to really drill down on this poll. We're going to talk about this at, in, in depth tomorrow. Um, wow. Very, um, very telling. There's still a great love... Uh, for the country, apparently, if this if these polling numbers are correct, people that would be willing to stay and fight if the country was invaded. <clears throat> and and here's the big difference: we got, people in the United States have good guns. We there's no nobody running to the sheriff's office and you you know like there in Ukraine trying to get a weapon and ammo and and making Molotov cocktails. You know, I mean, we we got a lot of guns here and we got good stuff. So, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're thinking there's a chance that you're going to occupy the United States, I would think again. I would think twice. <laughs> I don't think so. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. I, I think that's, that's um, f- fantasy. But, again, I've been saying this, and I know it sounds hawkish. I'm really not a fighter. I'm a lover. But I honestly, truly believe we're going to have to we're going to have to fight uh, Putin at some point. And this this is very very uh, patent like I get it. Um, we're going to have to fight him at some point. We might as well take him now, or or at least at least call his bluff. We've we've got I think we've got ships that have capability with cruise missiles that we could launch from a distance, and we could take out that convoy. In, in minutes, minutes. Why not? Why not? Let's help help Ukraine a little bit more, and and let's see let's see what what Putin really has on the table. I think that's that's what we need to do. Let's go to uh, an undisclosed location in Massachusetts. And Jonathan, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hello. Jonathan, are you there? Yes, I'm. Go ahead. You're on. Hey, Pastor Will, how are you? I'm good, Jonathan. What's going on? What is the first casualty of war? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Again? Okay, apparently we have a bad connection with Jonathan, or maybe worse, I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> Last call of the day, we're going to set up... Uh, we're getting ready to to uh, to pick someone. We're not quite there yet. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. This show—it's so much fun doing this program. You have no idea how much I enjoy this program and how much I enjoy you guys. 
Even the people that hate me. I love you guys. <laughs> I think it's great. Let's go to our good friend in Hartford, Sharik. Give us some wisdom, Sharik. Hi, Pastor. Good morning. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Uh, yes, you know, yes. as you said, that we, we should uh, destroy the convoy, but it, in real world, it doesn't happen like that. If we could, we already would have done it. But anyway, the, the other thing is, you know, in uh, the. Uh, well, you don't think we can? You don't no, think we, we can could, destroy but, it? Uh, it's not, uh, it's not, we can, but theoretically, but not practically. It's not, uh, if we could, it would have already been done, you know. So um, uh, the other thing is this, uh, you know, in Ukraine, there's a, uh, the, the, uh, you know, Crimea belongs to Ukraine, no matter yes. what Putin says. Cause the people don't know Crimean, Crimea was, was, was taken by Tsars in 1783. It was part of Ottoman Empire, and the, the people who inhabited Crimea from the 7th century are the Crimean Tatars, who, mm -hmm. uh, who are Muslims. Mm -hmm. And they were all deported uh, back to uh, after the Second World War. Uh, they, they, they said, well, Stalin said they collaborated with Nazis, and, they, and, he, uh, and then there came the Russians in, in their place. And that's, that's how it is. It belongs to the Crimean Tatars and belongs to uh, to, uh, to Ukraine. It's part of. I Ukraine. love your knowledge of history, Sharik. I really appreciate. Hundred percent. So I love other, your, your other, knowledge and, of history. Go ahead. And then, uh, right, and right now, he, the reason he he took uh, Crimea is because the reason he took Crimea is because uh, his black sea uh, feet would have been landlocked. Because basically, the Crimea is in the in the hostile hands, according to him. The other thing is that they, they, they did the same in Eastern Ukraine, 1935. A, there was a big uh, famine. Five million Ukrainians died, and then um, uh, he he, he uh, then they came. Then moved the Russians in their place, and now that's why the Eastern uh, Luhansk and everything is all Russians, and he's claiming all that. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that what come to present, I think so. Putin should give and take, and the, the, the policy he's uh, he's following is. If you don't give it to us, we will take it, and uh, that should not be the case. You know, the the the, the no-fly zone is not practically possible because because otherwise, as I said, it would have been done. Because who's going to enforce it? Well, if that's you the problem. You don't have anybody to enforce it. You're absolutely right. If you enforce that, only the U.S. could enforce it. Right. The other European countries can enforce it. All the mm. European practically and theoretically possible, but practically is not possible. Because I I will say one thing: if we have if we have all if we have a third world war. You know what? We will never have a chance to have a fourth world war. That's what we think, should think about it. No, that's, you're uh, absolutely right. I, I, I right agree. Right now, I, the, the need of the day is a ceasefire and a de-escalation. We don't I, need escalation, like giving mix to Ukraine. How Ukraine is going to fly? Then the, 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 well, the, the Russian, but, but Putin Russian. has to be motivated to, to to enter ceasefire, and he's already broken a couple of them. I know, so I know, I know. That's bad. Sharik, thank you. I'm gonna. I've got one more call. Right, thank thank you, you so much for your call. Always appreciate it. Last call of the day. We're going to go to Windsor, and Linda. Congratulations. You are the between rounds bagel last caller of the day. So after this call, I'm going to put you on hold. Matt needs to get some information. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Thank you, and I, and I hope they'll let me send those uh, bagels to the Farmington Valley YMCA. Wherever, so whatever you really want to do, Linda, it's up to you. They're your bagels. But anyway, I go to I go to bed at night, and I get up every morning, and I just think how fortunate I am yes. to be here. Yes. And I am following uh, a friend from Connecticut on Facebook. Uh, she's a friend of the Republican Party. She's t testified at at, uh, at the legislature on important issues. Well, last weekend, she flew to Poland, okay, and with the help of other people and money donated by uh, neighbors and friends, mm. she went on a mission 
Good. Melinda, uh, I, I want you to call back tomorrow and tell me how the mission went because I've got to let you go. I'm going to put you on hold. Matt's going to get your information. Guys, I'm out of time. Thank you so much. Watch out for the snow. Stay warm. Stay safe. Love you guys. Matt, thank you. Great job. See you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.